In this episode, we celebrate Mother's Day with Mother's Day Mad Libs. Mother's Day Mad Libs? Mm -hmm. You don't even know what's coming, Mary. I don't. I'm kind of nervous and kind of excited at the same time. I I used to love Mad Libs when I was a kid. Uh uh So last week was kind of a preamble to Mother's Day. It was. (laughs) We also read a letter from a kick-ass grandma. No shit. And to be a grandma, you got to be a mother first. That's appropriate. Yeah, she's crushing it. All right. Uh, So we're going to get to all of that in just a second. Stay tuned. Mm Mm-hmm. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl trying to figure out her life. Wow. Ta-da! I feel like I should be doing jazz hands. (laughs) Jazz hands! You know, those are always welcome. Are they? Sure. (laughs) <laughs> Why not? Okay. <laughs> However you want to express yourself. Not jazz hands? No. <laughs> okay, okay. Never jazz hands? Never jazz All hands. Right. Okay. Note to self. My name is Mary. My name is Shelly, mm-hmm. and I only use jazz hands if I'm making fun of something. I actually didn't use jazz hands when I said life in that uh, emphatic way. I kind of was like a ta-da. Ta-da. It was more of a ta-da, less oh. of a jazz hand. <laughs> I wish people would watch us doing the, I know. the handsy thing. I know. One of these days we might actually video record mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. if we can get our act together. Mm-hmm. Mm, so much on the list. I know. Shall we get into the episode? Yes, we shall. The for real Mother's Day episode. Mm-hmm. Mad Libs. You know, I didn't want... <laughs> That's clever. I, I wanted the actual Mother's Day episode to be more fun. Okay. Um, because the one last week was very much me talking about how I suck at being a mom. <laughs> um, and how horrible you know, it is for me. You know, that's subjective. And not everyone thinks so. That's true. But Most how hard it is. people don't think right. so. No, I, you're right. But it was more of like a, not tearjerker, but it was... Yeah, it was an emotional episode. It was an emotional, an emotion-filled episode talking about not being able to rise to the bar that someone had set for me for being a mom. Anyway, there was a lot, there was a lot there. It was intense. Mm-hmm. For sure, it was an intense episode for me anyway. Yeah. And so I wanted to have fun with this one. Yeah. But we needed to find some kind of a foom pod or he said what. Or something. Something. So I I did find uh, he said what. I don't want to get there just yet. But the he said what's are horrible. So we're going to have a little angry mothering. And then (laughs) we will get to Mother's Day Mad You know, Hmm. just putting a little bug in your ear for the future. What? If we wanted to do a a segment now and then uh, called Mormon Mad Libs. (laughs) You either take a song or a Sunday school fucked up lesson or what have you. Question for you about this. Some sort of stupid teaching. Will you create a jingle? (laughs) It's Mormon (laughs) methods. Mormon methods. Sounds like you've already created it. Wow. To the hallelujah chorus? That's what you picked? (laughs) Okay. All right. Interesting. I wonder what can we sing that to, uh, to, uh, fuck, what's our song? What's our theme song? The fucked up Mormon phrase of the day? The first song that I ever sang on the podcast. Praise to the man? Yes. Oh. (laughs) Praise to the mad libs. I don't know. No. No. Now the audience is like, shut (laughs) the fuck. Just get to the Mad Lib already. We're on pins and needles. We're saving the Mad Lib. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Can I start? Yep. I wish you would. Very first thing I want to get to has absolutely nothing to do with Mother's Day. But this was a text that I got from a good friend of mine. And I just 
I just wanted to talk about it. Let's do it. Okay. So I think it's okay. It's it's your show. I well, you know, talk about what the fuck we show. want. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So this good friend of mine, I've known her for quite a while. Love this girl. She is divorced. Uh, she's ex-Mormon. Well, she's still, her names are still on. I mean, she hasn't been in the church in a very long yeah, time. Yeah, long time. Long time. Her husband is still an active member of the church. Yeah. <laughs> we won't go into that. No. Um, He's got such an interesting story. I wish we could go all I know. <laughs> I, I wish <laughs> that there okay. could be a promise that he would never listen. Um, and would never well, put this together. <laughs> it's not our place. It's not. To talk about You're other right. people's. Whatever. It's so <laughs> fascinating. Good, sorry, uh, it is fascinating. sorry, listeners. We can't go into it. Nope, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> what we can go into is the fact that... Maybe if you join us on Marco Polo channels, we can divulge it there. Yes. Ooh. I will tell all the stories. Let's tell the channel members. There, that, now, there is your encouragement <laughs> to join us on channels for $4.99 a month. It's fantastic. This story may or may not have anything to do with Hurricane Katrina. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> a little teaser. Oh, my God. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> if we can get 20 new channel subscribers, <laughs> then what? we'll tell the story. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, so this really good friend of mine, let's call her Betty. Okay. I, that just came to me. I like Betty. Okay, so Betty. Betty had coronavirus. Betty did have like coronavirus. Like legit, got yeah. tested and everything. Yeah, Betty has recovered. Mostly yes. is recovered. Anyway, Betty wanted to temple divorce her ex-husband. So they got like normal people divorced. But then, of course, within the church, you have to get temple divorced so that you can unseal your ceiling and be eternally free of the bullshit, which was your marriage. Mm -hmm. So Betty contacted her bishop and was like, hey, how do I do this? And the bishop said, you go on the church's website and you fill out this online form. And then this goes to the general authorities and they get back to you, ask you questions, blah, 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 and decide how to proceed. Right? So Give you permission. Stupid. The whole thing is ridiculous. Oh, God, it's so ridiculous. And the hoops you have to jump through. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. I mean, I think maybe like filing for divorce in most states is easier than this process. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, what did she have And to it's do? interesting because it's like... Did you do this? No, my name is So you're no still longer, sealed. I mean, I don't think that you stay sealed if you're no longer even a member of the church. Like, I took my name off. But let's Was be it clear. Was it tape? <laughs> Double-sided? <laughs> to be clear, the whole sealing thing, uh -huh. it's bullshit. <laughs> so to argue about whether or not I'm sealed, then it's not a thing. Silicone? Yes. <laughs> How do you get sealed to somebody? Right, 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 <laughs> right. Um, that's pretty funny. <laughs> when people get divorced because they're unhappy and miserable and it's not working, whatever the situation is, they no longer want to be married to this other human being. I just did it because I wanted to sin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so now you're saying, I no longer want to be connected to this other person. Uh-huh. But you believe in a God that would force you to stay connected? Like, no, you need to stay sealed uh -huh. so that you can have your eternal blessings. Right. Well, also, that sounds so contrived. Like, I'm going to pretend be with somebody in my afterlife. So I'm sealed to them. Even I'm not living with them on this planet, yeah. but I'm, quote, sealed to them so well, that I we'll, trick we'll God. Well, I'll be perfect eventually in the afterlife. But I'm tricking God into blessings. You know what I mean? You're not tricking God. Yeah, God knows we're not together. So why would he honor that in the afterlife and keep our ceiling Listen, intact? Listen, there's just some things that we're not meant to know. You know, I'm starting to think it's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm bringing that back. What do you think? It never went away. <laughs> I forgot about it for a yeah. minute. <laughs> okay, so back to Betty. So as I'm reading through her text again, what she said was that her bishop sent her a link. She clicked the link and had to fill out this form. Clickbait. <laughs> and after she did this, she texted me. She's like, oh, my God, this is so fucking stupid. Like, Betty just went off. And she told me. Don't what, rile up Betty. Do not <laughs> rile up Betty. Go, Betty oh means business. <laughs> Betty means business. I, I feel like I'm on something right now. Crack. Cocaine. <laughs> um, anyway, so then Betty, I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious, Betty? Because she's telling me what's on this form. And I said, I, I need a screenshot of this. And then she got back to me. She's like, I can't. It's already, the link is gone. Like, I can't get back in because I, I already submitted it. Oh. So I was like, Betty, you have to get this. So <laughs> what she did is she contacted her bishop again. And she was like, you know what? I feel like there's one answer there that I need to, to kind of add to. So could I please get back in then again? And he's like, sure. So she got back in and then send me screenshots because <laughs> Betty's a badass. Betty rules. Yeah, Betty rules. <laughs> we love Betty. <laughs> okay. So. So this is what she's talking about. Here is your form 
You have to write in the reasons for your divorce. Okay. Okay. Then, under the section of cancellation of sealing, you have to put in, you have to explain why you are requesting a cancellation of sealing. Okay. And the bottom section, sins. You have to write out sins committed since the date of your marriage (laughs) to your former sealed spouse. (laughs) That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Okay, what kind of sins are we talking about? Well, I'm about to tell you that because there, of course, there's an asterisk that will tell you more (laughs) because you're like, oh, I'm not sure. Since what? I know. Since what year? Since you were married. And so in her case, this is— Oh, God, she's been married probably— 18, 19, maybe 20 years. I mean, so she's she would my have age. to go back and remember <laughs> every single injustice or whatever yeah. she yes. might have committed. Yes. <laughs> so, so this according is the, to Mormon according law. According to Mormon law. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I forgot to say my prayers that one time. Right? Write I mean, that shit how down. specific? I, you know, it'd be hilarious. What? If you submitted like a 100 page essay <laughs> of every single. Oh my you know, God. forgot to read to my kid on this date yeah. or whatever Was it, it the is. best mother because I lost my temper? Yeah. It would be hilarious. I would. Okay, let yeah. me tell you what they, the additional information they give on as far as what this question means to list your sins. Sins you committed since the date of your marriage to your former sealed spouse, even, 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 <laughs> even if previously resolved with priesthood leaders. So even if you have already repented, been forgiven, and it's supposed to be washed clean, no, 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 you- <laughs> write that shit down, send it into the 12. This goes to the to the quorum of the 12 apostles. Oh, like They God. are the ones who have to give you permission. Wow. It's Elder Oak sitting there okay, and like, oh, now I really so want to submit do? the 100-page right? uh, sin essay. Then it says, and when those sins last occurred. This would be so funny List to write. List the sins and when. I, you know what I want? Drank a little too much cough syrup. I would love if she would send in, like, you know, January 3rd, uh, 2003, 4.30 p.m., masturbated. (laughs) Like, the exact time. Yeah. How about accidentally received a coffee instead of my usual hot chocolate at Starbucks? Oh, shit. Right? Yeah. Better put the time, because it wants to know when. Yeah, no, you need to list them all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, When the sins last occurred, okay, if... Various sins were committed include the nature of each sin. The nature. And the last time each was committed include membership council action taken. Like in case you were like... Yeah, if you were disfellowshipped or... (laughs) Membership council action. (laughs) This had to be taken up in front of the membership council. (laughs) So why? Why? Yeah, use your words, Shelly. It's just, like, just when you think you know all the dumb Mormon shit, you're like, what? <laughs> Why in the fuck should you have to go back over 20 years of your life? they don't want you to get divorced. This is, they're giving you extra paperwork so you stay in. Maybe that's what it is. Want to know what Betty put? <laughs> N-A. <laughs> Not applicable. I'm like, that's damn right, Betty. I love that, Betty. Yeah. But you know what? I would have made up some fucking sins and make them read through every single one. I wonder since she's putting NA, will she get a letter back saying we don't approve, we won't, we won't dissolve the temple ceiling? Because you know what? My sister-in-law, she was married to a total douchebag in the temple, like douchey douche, abusive. And they got divorced, and then she met a nice guy, but they were still temple sealed, okay? Then she met a nice guy. They were wanting to get married and everything, and so she had to put in to get her temple divorce. And they didn't think it would be a problem because she hadn't been married to douchebag in forever. And she had been dating new, about to be new husband for like a year or whatever. And he was a return missionary. It was all good to go. They had sent out the wedding invitations. Um, they were going to get sealed in the, I want to say the Oakland, California temple. Yeah, okay. Oakland. Sent out the announcements. Like everything was set to go. And seriously, a week before, she gets a message back telling her that they don't think that she has repented enough. What? And she does not have permission to get married in the temple. Oh, my so, God. So, I know Brent and I drove out there for this temple wedding. They ended up having to have the marriage ceremony in some random room in their visitor center, some, like, like carpeted room. Can you imagine the embarrassment and the humiliation? I mean, normal people wouldn't care, but the Mormon embarrassment and humiliation of, like— uh, Getting married in the gym or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they got married—not even in a gym, like a classroom. <laughs> they got married in a classroom. Then Jesus. they went out and took pictures around the temple— Oh I'm like, God. why should those 12 men have that much power to wreck someone's life? Um, I think they get off on it. They probably do. I if really do. If they're asking for all of your sins, uh-huh. 
and and like the severity and the details, like fuck off. Oh my off, god! Dude. You know, be hilarious website. What is to provide answers to that question <laughs> that people could you know like like copy oh and paste? Yeah, like like form you know form oh letter. Oh my god! Or whatever. Would we come up with all the funny sins? Oh my god. That'd be so good. According to Mormons. That'd be so good. Like one of them is by mistake drinking coffee at Starbucks that you you thought you were ordering a hot chocolate. Yeah. Are Mormons allowed to go to Starbucks? Um, They are, but they typically don't because they don't want it to be look. viewed as them getting coffee. Uh-huh. So they will go to like a not Starbucks, like someplace that doesn't have coffee. <laughs> yeah. Someplace that might serve coffee, but would also serve hot chocolate. So let's say it's a cold day. You're in Utah or Idaho. You go to some place that serves coffee, but they also serve hot chocolate. You go to order your hot chocolate. Accidentally, they give you a coffee, mm-hmm. and you drink it thinking it's hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah. You have sinned. You know what I would have had to write down on that? What? The time that I was flying over to Germany, and on the the plane, they were giving out chocolates. Mm-hmm. And I popped one in my mouth, and I immediately tasted, like, that hot alcohol flavor. Oh. It was rum. And I took it out, like, scraping my tongue off, so worried. (laughs) But I know some of it soaked into my tongue. So I would have to write that shit. (laughs) Oh, my. This is hilarious. We need to start writing this shit Listeners, write in (laughs) your ridiculous ridiculous Mormon sins so that when people need their temple divorce, they just call in and we're like, here, you can take sin 5, 7, 12, and 36. Those are yours. Go. (laughs) That's so funny. We should inundate them with these stupid answers. Yeah. That would be hysterical. <sighs> yes. We could put it up as a tab, like another page on our, our website. Okay, submit hilarious. your sins. Submit your sins. <laughs> submit oh, my God. Sins. Okay. <laughs> no, we're on to something. <laughs> so now we've got Mormon Mad Libs and Submit Your Sins. <laughs> like, seriously, this podcast will never end because Mormonism is so fucking stupid. <laughs> I know. Hilarious. <sighs> okay. So this is my segue into our talk about Mother's Day. Okay. More it's leading to Mother's Day divorce. <laughs> no, right. It's a good segue to Mother's Day. It is. Well, just because this is now Mother's Day applicable from Betty. We we were texting oh, okay. a bunch. More from Betty. More from Betty. So somehow this came up. She said, "Did I tell you what my mom sent me for my birthday?" Okay. So for Betty's birthday, her mother sent her this thing, and I was so like, that's the Mother's Day connection because it's her it's, mother. Trust me, it's getting there. <laughs> And I said, no, did she send you this book? And then I sent her um, a picture of that book, Woman, and she uh-huh. laughed. She's like, no, worse. She <laughs> went back through her journals and took out different pages, about 200 of them since 1960 to the present, oh and God. sent them to me. Apparently, she did this for all the kids, and everyone gets their collection of journal pages on their birthday. The cover letter, no shit, explains that she did this so the kids could read firsthand how hard it was for her as a mother, how she sacrificed for us because there were eight children she had to love and a two-time bishop she was married to. (laughs) Pages and pages of how her children never made her feel loved. Oh, my God. Pages of how my dad never felt loved or appreciated. Pages about how he treated her and it was the kids' fault that she left him. My God. This was supposed to be a birthday present to Betty. This is (laughs) Betty's mom (laughs) sending a birthday (laughs) gift to Betty about how... How Betty mistreated her. Yeah. It'd be like (laughs) me sending a gift to Smashy uh, or any of my kids about Uh how horrible it is to be their mom. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) On their birthday. On their birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday. So here's more. Wow. I know. Betty says, my favorite was her describing how she got in a fight with my dad about me. She said, I told Tim, the husband, I told Tim that Betty was only 19 and that she would need help on her taxes. And he said that Betty knew how to read and could figure out her own taxes. And I told him that it was a man's job to provide for his family, to take care of the yard and to do complicated things like taxes because women weren't smart enough to do complicated Mm -hmm. things like that. Not us women. No, it's women. No, you can't. (laughs) We're stupid. And Tim just mumbled something and walked away. Later that night, we had a good talk, and both of us recognized that we don't feel appreciated for what we do in the family. (laughs) Happy birthday. And then she goes, and thanks, Mom, for degrading the intelligence of all women. Uh Unreal. Yeah, happy birthday, Betty, from your mother. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what does she want? Oh a shitty God. journal entry. She wins guilt and shame <laughs> coming from a shitty journal entry. I'll take guilt and shame for a thousand, Alex. 
<laughs> oh, Lord have A thousand mercy. years in eternal darkness. Oh, okay. Right? That's yep. the reward. Yep. yep. Wow. And, oh, didn't Betty add a footnote that she always did her own taxes, yeah. FYI? Betty told me to. She's like, and by the way, I never asked for help with my taxes. I have always done them on my own. Wow. Thanks, Even though Mom. she's clearly not intelligent enough to do that because no, she's a she's woman. A woman. Yep. Yeah. And what's with these journal entries? Uh, you know. <sighs> do all Mormons have to write a journal? Is it a female thing? Or no. Is it, is it expected of everyone? And, here, and again, if you keep a journal, that's great. I have such like an adverse reaction to journal keeping simply because it's been used against me. For example, you know, journal entries from my great, great, great grandfather about how uh, the church is true or, or whatever, you know. But it's a very Mormon thing to keep it in is, journal. It is. You're, right? you're kind of commanded to. And it's sort of like maintaining the storyline, you know. I see. You know, when I was leaving the church and my dad's like, your heritage, your your pioneer heritage, and sending, like, journal entries about how the church is true and blah, 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 like, like guilt, you know, guilt and shame. You know what? If someone got my journal entry from 15 years ago, I would have been saying the church is true. I would have been saying God, blah, blah, blah. I would have been like, oh, the prophet, follow the prophet, you know? Yeah. It's not true. This shit, I, I'm not that same person. I've grown. I've understood. I hope that no one would use my words from a journal to put pressure and guilt and shame on someone else. There is so much expected of you when you're Mormon. Oh, God, yes. Like, who has time for consistent journaling? I, well, I apparently, don't. Betty's mom did, and she wrote down all the <laughs> shit and then sent it to her kids. There's so much you got to do. Mm-hmm. Lordy, mm-hmm. I'm worn out by all of it. Why don't we, on that note, take a little break, and then when we come back, get into a he said what? Yes. Be right back. Okay. We are supported by one damn good brew, apostate coffee. Specifically, the lesbian medium dark variety. A delicious, roasty, toasty blend that's sure to make postal workers in remote Mormon towns super twitchy. (laughs) Yep, we have a firsthand account of that one. Sure do. This yummy java is roasted in small batches, so it's super fresh the moment it arrives at your doorstep. And hey, it's named after us, so that's reason enough to give it a shot. I know it. So ditch that grocery store crap and give the lesbian blend a try today at apostatecoffee.com. Mm-hmm. We're back. We're back. So during that commercial break, that mm-hmm. fascinating commercial break mm-hmm. for seven-hour energy. Why do I always say it's seven hours? It's hour? not seven hours. It's, <laughs> it's three hours. Hour. Five oh. hours. <laughs> <laughs> I just need a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I would need like one minute of energy. Do they sell that? <laughs> one minute energy. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. No. Uh, We were discussing how this he said what is really a they said what. Yes, it's taken from a like a general conference talk by the prophet at the time. But then he he says some some he said what shit. But then he quotes someone else that I will also be using as the he said what. So it's 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 a two for you want to do a they or a he. I think it's a they. Okay, on three. (laughs) Oh God, here we go again. (laughs) Yes, on three. One, two, three. They shit. So they, okay. Leave that in, Dan. God damn it, Dan. (laughs) I'll pay $4 to take it out. (laughs) Four old dollars. Okay, do it again. Don't spend it all at once. No, not at once. They said, okay, go. One, two, three. They They said what? Do you like it? I think that's going to make dogs howl, but we're going with it. (laughs) Probably. We're going with it. Okay. (laughs) Today's They Said What is brought to you by President, at the time, Ezra... Taft Benson. Not a T. He gets a whole middle name. He does. Wow. Yes, he was that important. He's I don't special. Know. Now, get this. The shit he says, people are going to be thinking, oh, yeah, that had to be from like the 1940s and 50s. Uh-uh. This was 1987, hmm. which seems like a long time ago to some of you. But in 87, I was in the seventh grade. I was being raised in this. So this was the message he was giving to my mom and all moms everywhere who mm-hmm. were raising people of my generation of how to be. So this, I hope Mary, because Mary's always like, why did you have seven kids? Why did you, I'm going to read this. Okay. And then you can, you can put this into your head. It is called To the Mothers in Zion. Oh. So already acting like, or, or putting forth the message that this, this is important. This is like mothers in Zion. This isn't just moms. This is You know, and I hate shit. that whole Zion talk because. It's Zion. Whatever. It's, <laughs> he stole that from the Hebrews. Fuck him. 
the Mormons steal everything, and I mean, then they typically make it worse. Yeah. And the shit they make up on their own. I'm not saying he did it by himself. It's just irritating. I, I find that irritating. Mm, totally. Yeah. Okay. So one thing that you will find if you dig into Mormonism is that Mormon prophets and general authorities and the higher-ups, they just love to quote each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, so-and-so said, oh, well, so-and-they just quote each other. Then you don't need to come up with anything new. That's true. Okay. So this is Ezra Taft Benson quoting President David O. McKay. Okay. Sure. He says, In the eternal family, God established that fathers are to preside in the home. Uh Uh-huh. Fathers are to provide, to love, to teach, and to direct. Okay. But a mother's role is also God-ordained. Mothers are to conceive, Mm -hmm. to nourish, to love, and to train. So declare the revelations. Mm. Mm-hmm. To mother, yeah, basically. To conceive. Well, sure. So spread your legs, ladies. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's your job. God count, said so. Count that ceiling tile. Mm-hmm. Then in section... It's conception time. It's conception time because <laughs> God says. All right. In section 132 of the Doctrine and Covenants... Mm-hmm. It's Mormon scripture. Sure, whatever. I've tuned uh, out like five minutes ago, but keep going. <laughs> okay. The Lord states that the opportunity and responsibility of wives is to multiply and replenish the earth according to my commandment and to fulfill the promise which was given by my father before the foundation of the world and for their exaltation in the eternal worlds that they may bear the souls of men. Mm. For herein is the work of my father continued that he may be glorified. So how do we as women glorify God, praise God, blah, blah, blah? Count ceiling tile. Yeah, we 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 make we make babies, or we receive the <laughs> sperm in order to make the babies. We incubate and we spit out the baby. We are vessels. There is so much in here, but I'm going to finish off with Brigham Young because he's one of my favorite douchebags. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brigham Young emphasized. Remember, this is 1987. Remember, this is what I was raised with. Okay. Well, they're quoting Brigham Young. Yeah, but they're quoting him in 1987. I'm in the seventh grade. All of this is getting taught to me. So my leaders are going and hearing these things and then teaching them to my age. Sure. Okay. There are multitudes of pure and holy spirits waiting to take tabernacles. In oh, my bodies. God. Mm-hmm. So stupid. Now, what is our duty? To prepare tabernacles for them to take a course that will not tend to drive those spirits into the families of the wicked, where they will be trained in wickedness, debauchery, and every species of crime. It is the duty of every righteous man and woman to prepare tabernacles for all the spirits they can. So, you said- if you don't have the babies, <laughs> someone else those will. babies will go to wicked families. <laughs> no pressure. The fuck? <laughs> so you have to have as many babies as possible. Yeah, because these babies are so blessed to come to a Mormon family. Otherwise, they would be in some, like, not Mormon family. You better hurry up. They're going to go to some, you know, Gentile, which is another stupid yeah. adaptation of a Hebrew word, and it irritates the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. There, just said can it. I, can I do one more? I do know it. I said I was done. Mm-hmm. Young fathers and mothers, with all my heart, I counsel you. I hate the word counsel. (laughs) Fucking hate it. I counsel you not to postpone having your children, Uh, being co-creators with our Father in heaven. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm Co-creators. Do not use the reasoning of the world, such as, we'll wait until we can better afford having children. Wow. Yeah, until we are more secure, until John has completed his education, until he has a better paying job, until we have a larger home, until we've obtained a few of the material conveniences, and on and on. This is why you have... Like 21-year-old return missionaries and 18-year-old teenagers getting married and popping out kids because of this counsel. Wow. Like, don't wait until you can afford it. Do it. And lastly, and this is the same person talking, do not curtail the number of your children for personal or selfish reasons. What? That was in my head. What if you couldn't afford them? Okay, so let me talk about... Let me talk about me for a minute. Okay. When I was of childbearing, the whole 14 years I was having kids, um, Brent and I made a lot of money. Uh Uh-huh. Not so much now, but, you know, we had a very successful contract at the time. And even though I was exhausted, it it didn't fulfill me. Like, all the things that I've talked about before, it was like, well, God is providing all of this income and this big house, so— we should keep having children. And you're pretty much commanded to do so. Yes. So so everything I just read to you where you're like, what the fuck? That was what was taught to me as wow. truth, and I believed it. 
So fuck them. Oh, my God. And I feel like if you want to have a bunch of babies and that's you, then do it. Like, I'm not in any way saying it sucks and it's—well, I I am saying it sucks, but I'm not saying it's dumb to be a mom. Well, I just don't like religious pressure— to have kids. Right. So from talking to Melissa from Forbidden Apple Podcast and also watching that unorthodox, mm-hmm. seems like it's also a Hasidic Jewish tradition to have a lot of babies too. Yeah. Um, Mormonism isn't the only religion that encourages... Look at the Catholics. Of yeah. course, theirs is like anti-birth control or whatever, but I think it's ultimately the same thing. You want more of this chosen people. Yeah, because yeah. you want to populate the earth with your way of thinking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Isn't that the idea? Yeah. And also with Mormonism, it's like, well, if you don't have all these babies and those spirits that are waiting for tabernacles slash bodies, those spirits will be stuck going to not Mormons. That is nuts. I know. Well, I believe that. It's so nuts. Yeah. That there's like... These spirits, and you better hurry up because they're going to go to a bad family. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. <laughs> Fuck you, Brigham Young. It's so stupid. So you guys, so stupid. Raise your hand if you were entrapped by that thinking. Hand raised. Yeah. Both hands raised. Yeah. Completely, completely entrapped by that thinking. Mm. Love my kids. Would not have had seven. Mm-hmm. I feel bad that they are now not in the most optimal family, I guess, mm-hmm. if there is such, I don't know, maybe they are, who the fuck knows, but they probably wouldn't pick to have a mom and dad who are divorced. I'm just saying. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. Mm-hmm. That's, divorce is hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know um, the pressure to have more and more and more, and I think it's also hard for kids in big families to sort of stand out and oh, for sure feel unique, feel like you're different from your siblings and you have a voice outside of your siblings, I think that might be more challenging in a large family. Absolutely. You know, I'm glad that my kids are all friends. Mm-hmm. They they really do like each other. I feel bad that I can never give them each the individual attention that I know they would love to have. Just can't do it. Right. Can't do it. There's not enough hours in the day. I work. I wouldn't enjoy doing seven hours to cover seven kids. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And again, that is all because Mormonism. Yeah. All right, should we move on to some fun some fun stuff? Oh, is it Mad Lib time? I think I want to hurt the listeners' ears right now with a little song. <laughs> okay. Cue it up, baby. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> so kids are singing this. Yes. Oh, I sing this. So this is a primary song. Uh, no, it wasn't sung in church, but it was a cassette tape that everybody had. Songs for a Mormon Child. And it was a it was a cassette tape, and these are all like a minute and a half to two-minute songs. There's one called I'm a Mormon, I Want to Be a Mother, which is that one. Did you say your prayers last night? Hey, everybody, it's family night. I know the prophets. Like, this is for Mormon kids. So how old is the kid that's listening to this? Like, I Oh, I, this, I remember it specifically when we lived in Alabama and Germany. So at, you were young. Uh, at most third grade. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, seven, eight, nine, let's say. Yeah. You're listening to the song about being a mother. Yes. When oh, I grow up. Oh, my God. I want to be a mother and have a family. Oh, And how my many God. kids are we having? At least six. Yep, at least six. So there's another verse. If this isn't brainwashing, everybody mm-hmm. listening, mm-hmm. tell me what brainwashing is. If this isn't it. If they're making you sing songs about having six children. Six children. When you are a child that's yourself. That's a lot of kids. That's brainwashing. So when people are telling me, well, you chose that life. No, I didn't. Yeah, you were brainwashed. I did not choose this life. You were brainwashed. Yes. Now I am picking up the pieces of this life and trying to make the best of it and trying to make my kids not be super fucked up because of the life that I was basically thrust into. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Um, But do you want to know the second verse? Of course I would love it. Is this where we do Mad Libs? Nope, Mad Libs is next. We're going to get to Mad Libs. Jeez. Um, So the second (laughs) verse is like a bridge, you know, so it has a different tune. I love a good bridge. I do, yeah. I can't quite think of the tune, but 
So we just finished off with six little babies in uh-huh, my home. Uh-huh. And I will love them all day long and give them cookies and milk and yellow. Oh, is this where I, I put just in a want mad you to lib? Pick pick a word. I need to know if it's a verb or no. Noun this or isn't an mad lib. This is just give me a word. Uh, banana. <laughs> it's balloons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and cuddle them when things go wrong, and read them stories, and sing them pretty tunes. Oh, because tunes runs with balloons. So if it was banana, I don't know what 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 if it was banana. <laughs> and give them cookies and milk and yellow bananas, and read them stories, and sing them pretty bandanas. <laughs> That would make them lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> or during COVID, it's very fitting. You put that oh, over your face that's true. for a makeshift mask. <laughs> We're very ahead of the times. We're so fucking ahead of the times. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, last verse is... Or lesbians during COVID. It's a twofer. Walk Again, into a, a twofer. <laughs> yes, walk into a bar. <laughs> All right, the final verse is the thing about one little, two little again. And then it says, and you will say... You want to sing it like a ghost? And you will say, each sister and each brother will look a lot like me. Four little, five little, six little blessings from above. Jesus. I sang that shit. <laughs> wow. I know. Six kids. It didn't seem abnormal to have that many children. It was like, that's that's what you do. Because that's if you get you married do. young and you're commanded to start right away, don't wait until you're financially stable. You yeah. start having kids. Yeah. And don't stop for personal Reasons. Right, because that's selfish. That's selfish. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do you think, you know? Like, I could have had more. And here you were reading this stuff earlier from our friend Betty. There were eight of them, right? She, had, she has seven siblings? Correct. Eight of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, this— um, Diana's Ezra, from a family of—a a large family. Of a She's billion. one of seven. This Ezra Taft Benson, who was saying a bunch of this shit, he came from ten, I think is what it was. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, my God. It's insane. Yeah, it is. It is. All right, we're marking that one off. That was a fun one. I want to be a mother was it? Was and it? have a family. One little, two little, three little babies of my own. You know, when I found this song again, just like a few weeks ago, I remembered every fucking word. It was like... You know what song I knew at that age? What? Rubber Ducky, you're, you're the one. one. I was too... I was you too. make bath time lots of fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. And I was having four little, five little, six little babies. <laughs> you were dreaming of my own. babies. And I was God. just like, can we talk about bath time? Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Are we finally ready for these damn Mad Libs? We are. Okay. This is Mother's Day Mad Libs, the year 2020. <laughs> Trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So I don't want to tell you the name of the song right out of the gate because it gives away one of the lines and I don't want to give you any clues. Um, We will, however, play some of the songs so that our listeners will know what to expect. Okay. Yeah, no, it's just standard Mad Lib rules. You ask me, adverb, verbs, adjectives, et cetera. Then we replace the word in... That's how Mad Libs work. I don't know. Some people (laughs) don't know what... Like the younger generation, actually, Philip Philip knows Mad Libs and he's always like, fart. Stinky. <laughs> fart. Stinky. Uh-huh. Thanks, Ooh, bro. Fart may have to be one. I'll be like, um, it's a verb, Philip. Farting. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay, ready. First one. Verb. Farting. Of course. <laughs> to Philip. I'm gonna <laughs> you, Philip. I'm have a fun time singing the song. Uh, Noun. Submarine. Is that wrong? No. Well, it is wrong. Um, but that's the point of it. I was okay. just uh I think I need to make that into plural. Okay. Okay. I mean, you could have said plural noun. I, my bad, my bad. <laughs> well, in that case, give me a plural noun right now. Oh, another plural mm-hmm. noun. Tiki torches. <laughs> mm. I'm going to need another plural noun, please. Banana hammocks. Oh, my God. <laughs> and a color. Chartreuse. This is going to be impossible to sing. <laughs> no, you're going to sing it? Yeah, and it's not even going to rhyme anymore. <laughs> God damn it. Um, okay. Hey, this, was, this game was not my idea, just so we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> you could just read it. You don't have to sing it. Or is that part of the fun? Oh, it's part of the fun. <laughs> okay, what else you need? Okay, second verse. Noun, please. Let's make it plural. No, whatever. You pick. I'll decide. That's strange. Okay, noun. <laughs> this is not how I played regular Mad Libs. I'm in charge today. <laughs> um, Meat curtain. Oh. <laughs> That's God. for you, Skylar. Does he listen anymore? <laughs> well, he know. doesn't. He, he should. I need another noun, please. Cookie dough. Makes no sense, but... Well, do that's it. Mad Libs. I know. <laughs> Adjective. Anxious. 
Uh-huh. Okay. Noun, please. Plural. Mm-hmm. Vasectomy. That's an that's, operation. That's a procedure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, I mean, you know what? Actually, if it's plural, it works. Vasectomies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another plural noun. Viruses. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep it topical. Are we done? Uh, one more plural noun. Uh-huh. Laptops. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Are you ready? I'm going to warm up my vocal cords. Or okay. okay. <laughs> Good job, baby. Thanks. <laughs> okay. So this Mother's Day song is mm-hmm. sung every damn Mother's Day in every primary program, every everything. At least it was when I was around. As so it's a Mormon, for kids. For kids. For kids to sing. It's called I Often Go Walking. I Often Go Walking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With my banana hammock. Yes. <laughs> yes. So listeners, you ready? Now get in your uh, mind how the song is supposed to go. And here is how Mary has fixed it with Mother's Day Mad Libs. You ready? Well, I don't know if I'm going to hit the first note <laughs> out of the gate. I got I to gotta pick it. I uh, often go farting <laughs> in meadows of submarines, mm-hmm. and I gather tiki torches it happens. of banana hammocks of chartreuse. <laughs> I gather the tiki torches the whole meadow over. Dear mother, all banana hammocks remind me of you. (laughs) I mean, you had to come from somewhere. Oh, mother, I give you my meat curtain with each cookie dough (laughs) to give forth anxious fragrance a whole lifetime through. For if I love vasectomies and viruses <laughs> and laptops, I learn how to love them, dear mother, from you. <laughs> and there we have Mother's Day Mad Libs. <laughs> nice Happy job. Mother's Day. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Okay, I want to do Mormon Mad Libs. Okay. All Although, right, well. I think going forward, especially for those who are not familiar, yeah, we should probably read the original after, the original text after. I can read the original right now. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay, because I have yeah. never heard that song before. Well, I'll be. <laughs> okay, so here we go. The words actually are, I often go walking, so mm-hmm. not farting, mm-hmm. uh, walking in meadows of clover. Sometimes you can walk and fart at the same time. I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> and I gather armfuls what of was it? blossoms of blue. Oh, is that instead of submarines? Tiki torches and oh, banana hammocks torches. of oh. chartreuse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I gather the blossoms the whole meadow over. Dear mother, all flowers remind me of you. Mm. Not all banana hammocks remind me of you. That's the uh, <laughs> updated version. Um, okay. Oh, mother, I give you my love with each flower. Nothing to do with the meat curtain there. Just saying. <laughs> to give forth sweet fragrance, not anxious, a whole lifetime through. For if I love blossoms, slash vasectomies, <laughs> and meadows, slash viruses, mm-hmm. and clover. No, and walking, sorry. And walking, not laptops. Okay. I learn how to love them, dear mother, from you. Oh, my God. Happy fucking Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> Happy fucking Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Mormonism is fun to make Mad Libs out of because, you know, make fun of Mormons. God, again, thank you, Mormons, for providing endless eternal material (laughs) for Mary and I to podcast. Thank you. I know, right? Mm -hmm. Do we owe them a debt of something? They owe me. (laughs) They owe me. They should offer to raise your children for you. Oh, I would never allow that. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Never allow that. Oh, that's true. What am I I saying? I don't hate my children. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. The Mormon Mm -hmm. church. Okay, on that note, Mm -hmm. let us take uh, one last break. And then when we come back, we have a letter from a grandma who is a mother, Abby, um, from Anne C., a patron. I know Anne C. And speaking of patrons, we're going to talk about some patrons and some fun channel members when we get back from our break. Let's do it. Be right back. 
We're back. Okay, so this letter is from Anne C., a patron. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wrote it a little bit ago in 2019. We're still sort of playing catch-up. It's not so. because I'm unorganized or anything. No, no, not at all. Couldn't be. Not at all. Well, you know, we've been consistent with our letter reading. You That's can't true. get Catching to up. all of them at the same time, right. as it turns out. Okay. Dear Mary and Shelley. Anne says, I was born into a mixed family with my father being a sixth generation Mormon and my mother having converted when she married him. Mm. Oh, no that pressure. idea. Yeah. I was the oldest of three girls and was always made to feel guilty for not being a boy and carrying on the family name. Oops. As if that's her fault. I know. What can she do about Doesn't it? Doesn't the dad's DNA decide if it's a boy or a girl? Oh, for sure. Genetically, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, how is it her fault? It's not. She couldn't help it. <laughs> Jesus. I was raised in the church, but fortunately spent my early years in California and Arizona. That was enough of Mormon culture to me. When I went to BYU, it was pure culture shock. The rules were so onerous. That's a good word. I graduated and moved to California to teach school. My return missionary boyfriend kept in touch with me and kept putting pressure on me to marry him. Of course he did. As Why? they do. You got to get married young and start popping out babies. Oh, yeah, as we mm-hmm. found out. You mm-hmm. got to pop out at least six, right? Mm-hmm. And since I was reaching the age of 22, that ripe old age of 22. It's like an old maid. <laughs> yeah, you, right? You've wasted like six good childbearing years. <laughs> at least. And was not married, I panicked and agreed to marry him. Ugh. Does that sound familiar at all? Yeah. We got married in the Salt Lake Temple. Wow, Salt Lake Temple. Mm-hmm. In June on the 14th, along with 47 other brides that day. Yep, my ex-brother-in-law, uh, so uh-huh. Brent's brother, he and his wife got married in the Salt Lake Temple, and it is literally like they're moving cattle through a slaughterhouse. Oh, my so God. So the families, you all kind of gather in different gathering rooms and hallways and shit, uh-huh. and then they call you over the PA, and then they tell you which ceiling room you go to, and you file ceiling in, room. they do the do, and then everyone leaves. Do the do? Yeah, you take the patriarchal <laughs> grip hands, and they make you recite some shit. Oh my God. So such a romantic day <laughs> wow, sounds in the it. temple. Okay, back to the letter. Back to it. Anne says, in the next few years, we did the Mormon thing and had four kids in seven and a half years. Slacker, though. She could have done better. (laughs) She could have kept going. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. She could start sooner. (laughs) I'm just kidding, Anne. (laughs) You're not a slacker. I mean, that's a big family by, like, regular American standards. Oh, for sure. That's, you know, people don't do that. Well, that's a lot of kids. But I look at families of four and I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Well, at least I did when I was Mormon. Especially right. if you look at a Mormon family that only has four, you're like, only. I wonder if there were infertility issues. Like that's <laughs> That really is what comes to mind. Like, there must, there's a reason, because they wouldn't choose to only have four. Oh, my God. Yeah. She says, I was pregnant or nursing forever. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, 14 years for 14 you. 14 years, So yeah. there you go. Nonstop. After my fourth C-section. Oh, God. Oof. I said, enough was enough. And I had enough on my hands with raising the kids I had. I knew I had reached my limit. Our marriage was a rocky one. My husband was convinced I was not a virgin when I got married and that I had lied to him to go through the temple. Well, that sounds fun. Ugh. <laughs> wow. Thanks, I mean, that, that, uh, that definitely— Thanks for the trust. It invites a, a good spirit of trust mm-hmm. and love— and respect into a marriage. Wow. Yeah, thanks, Dick. She says nothing could be further from the truth, but he was totally convinced I was this chewed up piece of gum. Uh, I wonder where do you get these ideas? Why couldn't he have just trusted her? I don't I don't get it. I wonder, and Anne, I'm totally inserting my own opinion. I have no knowledge of this at all, but I wonder if he somehow had um sexual struggles, you know, maybe couldn't get it up, which is not that uncommon mm. with newly married virginal men. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he had to blame it on somebody. I see. You know? Yeah. Well, that kind of happened to you. Kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to put Shelly's spin on it, but it is her podcast. It is. So there I you go. spin however the fuck I want. <laughs> uh, Anne says, the kids grew up, had the usual traumas that come with growing up in Salt Lake City. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. We moved to Washington, D.C. Oh, my gosh. We probably missed each other. Mm-hmm. Then back to Salt Lake. I was not happy raising my kids in Salt Lake City because... 
it's not a healthy place emotionally to raise kids. No. Uh, Yeah, I bet. All those Mormons running around, right? Yep. My husband believed that kids were like wild horses and needed to be broke, and that often meant beating them. Mm -mm. Oh, my Mm -mm. God. I believed kids were like plants and needed love and light to grow, Mm -hmm. and it was not right to hit them. Jeez. Sounds horrible in this household. The way any of our fights were resolved was for him to threaten to hit me next. God. Oh, my God. I don't like him. No, no, no. No. Yeah, he is an asshole. Yeah. We all were walking on eggshells, afraid to trigger his temper. I discussed it with two bishops and was told I had no right to break up a temple marriage oh and I God. should try harder not to make him angry. You know, this, this is not surprising. It's, no. I've heard this so oh, many times yeah. before, but every time it still makes me trigger a bit like, God, these poor women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Being sure. told by men of God that it's their fault and they need to try harder not to yeah. upset their husband. Don't make waves. Just put up and shut up, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Wow. One day, they would do something and get beaten for it, I guess the kids. Mm-hmm. And the next day, the same situation would not even merit a mention. Wow, I wonder if he was like... Bipolar? Or like borderline personality dick. or something. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. My third son debated committing suicide at the age of 15. Oh. I'm so sorry. Oh. And my 13-year-old daughter was acting out, and life was not fun. I decided it was all my fault, and so I needed to fix things. Let me insert right here. Mm-hmm. It is at this point in the story that people who don't understand would say, why didn't you leave? Right. You don't understand how it is. Yeah. Especially within a cult like Mormonism. Well, your religious leaders are telling you to go back. Yeah, and it's put your up with fault. It. It's your fault. And if you leave, you are breaking up an eternal family. Try you... not to anger him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the eternal family pressure. Yes. Anne says, I went into therapy and all hell broke loose. I finally got him to talk to a therapist who happened to be our bishop. Oh, God. Mm. Finally, the truth came out. The reason for all of his irrational anger was that he hated himself. Well, that's not surprising, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because he was gay. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. And had been told all of his life that he was a sinner and an abomination. Oh, so he hated himself. Hated himself. And that hatred and anger, he then had to turn outward because he couldn't. Yeah. So many people hurt by this story. Oh, my God. And yes, he is still an asshole. For being a jerk to oh, her. Oh, for sure. And the kids. And the kids. Oh, for sure. I'm Beating not like giving kids. him a pass. It's not okay to be a dick because you're hurt. No. Um, but it makes more sense now that he would be so miserable that he would just become a dick. Oh, his story sounds heartbreaking, though. She says, yeah. he was the target of sexual and physical abuse most of his early life. <sighs> he lived in a small town in Utah Valley, and his father was the county drunk and deserted their family routinely. But he wanted to prove everyone wrong and that he was worth something, that he tried to be the good kid. He went into the army and then on a mission, the only one in his family to do so, she says, using the GI Bill, he could go to school. So he enrolled at the Y. BYU. BYU. Okay. The Y is what they called it back in the day. This, this, you said this lady's a grandmother, right? Yeah. 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 We were in the same ward and met there. I was a terribly naive kid and knew nothing about being gay. Of course, since this was in the 60s, he was counseled by his bishops to get married and he would be cured, in quotes. Oh, my God. So he probably went into this marriage thinking, finally, I will be cured. Mm -hmm. I will have this wickedness, this evilness pulled out of me. Yep. And then when it didn't, he probably just fucking lost his mind. He lost it. Totally unbeknownst to me, he was living a double life. I was so involved in being the perfect mother, I had no idea of his private hell. After 24 years, with things in shambles, he finally confessed to me what was going on. But he only told me of one instance of having sex with a man in a bookstore. I found out later there were many other instances, and he was photographed in Pioneer Park one afternoon. She says a well-known place for gay people to meet. Mm -hmm. We tried to talk about things, but he was not forthcoming and got defensive easily. I finally divorced him. I did this not because he was gay, but that he showed no remorse about his behavior. I mean, either one sounds like a good reason, you know? If you're with someone who comes out, like, what chance do you have, Yeah, you know? 
Yeah. That would make sense, too. But yeah, his behavior was abominable. For sure. This was in the 90s, and AIDS was still a death sentence. Mm -hmm. I asked him to explain to me some reasons for having unprotected sex with high-risk men, and didn't it bother him that I could have gotten an STD? His only reaction was that I didn't get anything, did I? So what was the problem? Oh, God. It never occurred to him that he was putting my safety at risk, and I knew nothing about it. I had lost all respect and trust in him. Yeah, I could see that. I was the one who was always inviting stray kids who needed a place to stay to come live with us. Since my kids had been in theater school for years, some of these kids were gay. I always treated them with kindness and respect. I came to believe that the church was evil for tossing these kids away like garbage. Absolutely. For sure. But his behavior was not the problem as much of his lack of concern for me and our family. To make a long story short, we divorced and he married his high school sweetheart four months later. So another woman? Was it a woman? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's my guess. Okay. Let's see if she says. He was so invested in his appearing to be straight to the neighbors that he had to have another cover. Yeah, Yeah. it was a woman. Wow. He was disfellowshipped, but not exed, because the stake president said he needed to have the testimony of witnesses to do that. Okay, so he didn't have any witnesses that he was gay, or he, he committed gay acts or something, right? Wow. He died three years later from a massive attack on his pancreas by a virus. It was a horrible way to die. The doctors could not figure out how he could not respond to any treatment. His body just had no immunity. Wow. Wow. It's a sad story. It is sad. Fast forward 20 years, and I am living in the Pacific Northwest and helping my second son raise his kids after a divorce. I adore my wonderful grandkids. I was driving my 12-year-old granddaughter to the mall one Saturday, and she came out to me. Hmm. I was the first person she came out to. I was terrified because I did not want to say the wrong things to her. Mm -hmm. I told her three things. One, she was pretty self-aware, and I wanted to honor her feelings. Two, I had adored her since the day she was born, and that would not change. And three, I would always have her back. That's That's awesome. beautiful. I have tried to love and support her in as many ways as I can. She has had some rough times, but is doing well now. She's 18 and will head off to college in the fall. We have a good relationship, and as a family, we support her in all she does. I'm guessing she's not going to the Y. (laughs) I guess not. (laughs) Good. That's why I started to listen to your podcast, she says. I figured I could learn something from you two, and I have. First of all, I realized that she said not that she was gay, but that she was not straight, and I get that there is a difference. She calls herself pansexual and uses terms like gender fluid and Mm non-binary. I still have a lot to learn, and your podcast has explained so much to me. And that's lovely. I'm now a patron and have listened to almost all of your podcasts. I bet she's listened to all of them by now. She better have, Like back in the fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also left the LDS church. Seriously. Yes. Good for you. Woo, woo, woo. (laughs) It's awesome. It's the best part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That started a bit before she came out. I got so tired of hearing all the hate and bad feelings that have been spewed out of them for so long. In fact, my children and I are all out of the church now. That's awesome. Meaning they're clapping. Double clap. Yes. (laughs) One last thing. My third son has the biggest heart. He supports his gay friends and has been for years. Supportive, I guess. He has three daughters and they have gone to Pride with him since they were in strollers. For the last two years, he's been to Salt Lake Pride and worn a sign saying, This Mormon dad gives hugs. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) So many of the young people come up to him for a hug with tears in their eyes. They say it's been so long since an adult or a parent has hugged them. Aw. That's tragic. I'm so proud of him. Yes. She says. Sorry for the length of this letter. Eh, we've had longer. That's nothing, Anne. But I just nothing. wanted to say how grateful I am for all the good you do and to help you realize you're helping more than just gay kids who've been harmed by Mormonism. Mm. Anne C. Thank you, Anne C. Oh, thank you for that letter. Wow. You That's know, quite a life. That I'm is like, quite a life. And her husband, all this could have been avoided. Yep. If the stupid Mormon church could be more inclusive and allow people to just be who they are. Because they did not allow this man mm-hmm. to express his same-sex attraction, yep. his SSA. Yep. He ends up beating his kids and then threatening to beat his wife because he's got no other outlet. I'm not saying that that was 
excusable behavior. Yeah, I'm and not he, at all. he could have been an asshole regardless. He could have been. But the fact that he had to hide who he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not helping anybody. No. And, and the and lies up, he had to tell. Yeah, and, live up to these Mormon, you know, be the perfect Mormon stalwart God. Mormon man. You know, it's like, who can live up to that? Nobody. Horrible. Well, may he rest in peace. Yeah. And and good for you for being an awesome grandma. Way to go. Yeah. And for leaving the Mormon church. Way to go, Anne. I think that's fantastic. And mm-hmm. thank you for writing in. Listeners, if you would like to contact us, write us a letter. We hope you do. Please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. I love it. Send in your letters. I'm flipping the page. Oh, we got some patrons to yes, announce. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Let's do it. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, five. Exactly five. Are we going to postpone uh, Marco Polo Channel's members this week? No, I've got three of them right here. Five and three? Five and three. Okay. That makes eight. (laughs) It really does. (laughs) It sure does. Okay, let's get to it. All right, patron number one, Kathleen. No last initial. Oh, okay, Kathleen. I don't have any dead cat stories. Um, (laughs) I've not owned a cat named Kathleen. Um, Regardless, Kathleen, thank you. We appreciate you. And well, thank you so much for your patronage. We Mm -hmm. love that. Thank you. Next is Sarah. And she spells her name S-E-R-A-H. What the hell? Interesting. I want to talk to your parents about that, Sarah. Is it Sarah or is it maybe Sarah? No, it's Sarah. I asked. I actually wrote her and I'm like, Sarah, do you pronounce it Sarah like Uh Sarah? Or do you pronounce it Sarah like Sarah, Sarah. like hurrah? <laughs> That's what I said. Okay, those are the options you had. Yeah, that was all I could come up okay. with. And she said it was Sarah like Sarah. Oh, good to know. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. Then we have the rhyming Kiera. I should have said, is it Sarah like Kiera or Sarah like hurrah? But I didn't. Why would you think Sarah would be pronounced Sierra? Like, wouldn't that be a different You're spelling? You're completely right. <laughs> Damn it. Never mind. Scratch all that shit. We'll start from Kiera. Kiera, thank you. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. <laughs> Kiera, also no last initial. Kiera. Okay, it's, about it's Kiera? Uh, no last initial day. Kiera, that does not rhyme with Sarah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. We've established that. We have. Uh, next <laughs> is another non-last initial, Aaron. Or maybe I just didn't write him down. How do you spell Aaron? E-R-I-N. Okay, well, Aaron, thank Aaron? you. Theron? Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> does, Hello. Does, does Aaron rhyme with Saren? No, Aaron rhymes with Kieran, <laughs> who's not a patron. Oh, right, Kieran, get on the ball. I know Kieran. If you're out there, you rhyme with Aaron, and you need to be a patron. And serotonin. Where are you? Where's your patronage? <laughs> oh, I'm just making shit up. Now. Oh, Mary needs to stop drinking on the job. <laughs> Do I? I don't think so. Please don't. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I know yeah. who the Aaron is. It's Aaron C. Aaron C. Aaron. C. Well, Aaron C., thank you yes. so much. I didn't for your write patronage. it down, but now I remembered. Okay, well, I'm glad you remembered. Aaron C., thank you. Lastly, Emmeline. Emmeline. And I want to point out that Emmeline is also a channels member. Oh, my goodness. If you are interested in getting to know other listeners, we highly recommend Marco Polo channels. Yeah, we do. It's, it's so great. It's been amazing. Yeah, it is. Oh, speaking of yep. that, I have some to read. But, well, let's read those names. So here's well, Emmeline. She's a double. She's a twofer. <laughs> she's I said a twofer. twofer a lot during this episode, and I don't know why. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. Word of the day. Emily P. Emily P. Thank you, Emily P. For part. Oh, P is for participation. Thank you for participating. <laughs> Next is Jax S. Jax is also a patron, and mm-hmm. her Patreon name is Jax with the self strangulating yep, boobs. I remember that. Mm-hmm. We've met Jax in person, and yeah, those those boobies are They're not enormous. Joking. They they will strangulate <laughs> if you lay flat, and they kind of fall over. Is that your, what happens? Your throat. <laughs> oh, I'm guessing, like that's how you strangulate. They cut off your airways. <laughs> you got to tap out. <laughs> Last channel's member Joshua P. And we love love Joshua Joshua P. He had trouble getting the app to work. So. Yeah. We would see him. He was like a lurker. All we would see is that he was watching everything <laughs> uh-huh, and never but he said couldn't anything. Respond. Yeah, he was like writing into um, the Marco Polo channels people and mm-hmm. saying, "I can't." Re- Finally can't got that now. working. Yeah. Finally got that working. And uh, recently, he was talking about his boyfriend Andrew, and we also have an Andrew on channels. So I was like, "Oh my god, I bet they're the same." And so I totally accused them of being a couple. Not, um, turns out not they're not. But that was fun. That in my mind, I had put you those know, two together. I know you like to do that with patrons too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. Maybe people don't like that. So when I was 
in seventh grade. Okay. No, eighth grade. I was in a trigonometry class. Why would you do that to yourself? <sighs> I didn't have a choice. You, oh No one God. has to take trigonometry. Really? Nobody has to have seven kids. Okay, can we just like cut out this? No, no, no. Like it's not a requirement <laughs> to get out of high school where seven kids is a requirement to get into I heaven. I felt like it was a requirement. Really? Seven kids is a requirement to get to heaven. <laughs> sure shit is. <laughs> Only six according to that song. That's true. So I had this goofy trigonometry teacher named Mr. Rosso. Mm-hmm. He had the weirdest hair, by the way. It looked like he had a tidal wave on top of his head, but that, I digress. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He was old, 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 Mr. Uh-huh. Rosso. And he'd be like, Ms. Rutt, did you do your homework? And you're like, <laughs> no. And he'd be like, Mr. Kent, did you do your homework? And he's like, uh, no. And he's like, move it over. And what he wanted us to do is move our desks together like we were a couple for the day. Oh my afternoon. God, but you're a lesbian. <laughs> he should have well, been like. And Mr. Kett was my Melissa Davis? <laughs> right? You and Mary Rutt move your desk together and make out. Oh, oh, that's creepy though. You're right. <laughs> huh, didn't think that all I the way I mean, the through. whole thing is creepy. It is. It is. <laughs> well, Joshua and Andrew, we're sorry that we made you a couple. Yeah, Shelly has this tendency to like try to. Maybe you're just a matchmaker at heart. I you think just I want am. everyone to be like, you know. Coupled up. If they want. (laughs) Matched. That's the whole (laughs) point of matchmaking. Well, I did meet you at Match.com. Oh, my goodness. That explains a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that everybody? That's it. How do people um, subscribe to channels, by the way? Well, I'm so glad you asked, (laughs) Shelly. Okay, good. So if you are interested in joining us on Patreon, and, you know, there are some reasons to do either of the two or both. At the $6 level on Patreon, you can enjoy ad-free episodes. Yep. And now and again, we throw up a uh, video after, after show. Shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. When we can get our act together to do Whereas that. channels is, I would say, more of an interactive community. platform. Yeah. Community. You get to know people. You leave videos for each other. Video we leave videos. Messages. Yeah. It's it's definitely um, They're pick, real pick different. your poison, whatever it is you want. Pick, pick your poison. Both, if you would like. <laughs> you can do either one. You can. And don't forget also, um, on Patreon, we are still running if you... Subscribe to the $20 level, you get a free bag of lesbian coffee from Apostate Coffee. Do not forget that. You sure do. Mm-hmm. You sure do. We are enjoying some at the house right now. Yes, we are. Can I mm-hmm. plug one more thing? Plug away. The letter U, the letter C, oh, the word again. places. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have three episodes out at this point. Uh, for the, the, the teaser podcast. and three episodes of the UC Places podcast. Yeah, We're having a lot up, of fun with um, it. Research UC Places Travel Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Yeah, please do. Please subscribe. Please leave a good review. Help us get this thing off the ground. I know. I love it. Yeah, so excited about that. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. All right. Does that wrap this one up? I think that's it. All right. Happy fucking Mother's Day for real kids. Fucking Mother's Day for (laughs) real kids. <laughs> and I would like to thank Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks for all you do. Dan is not a mother, but I'm going to thank him anyway on Thanks, Mother's Dan. Day. Dan's mm-hmm. a mother trucker. Okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you been drinking? You nope. haven't. Uh, Coke. Nope. That's it. Okay. Trying to stay awake. And for the rest of you, remember steer clear of cults because they are no joke. They are no joke. Thank you, Shelley. You're welcome. Thank you. Right on cue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk to everybody later. All righty. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.